Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. folks. We're so excited as we continue on with Songs of the Night and Psalms and different things like that with me as always is my friend Stephanie Wesco. So Stephanie, what is going on? Well, Doug, life continues to march on. So, you know, we're here in Louisiana. It's warmer here. It is warm. And I am very thankful for that. I do not like cold weather. It's warm in a cold kind of way. Yes, yes. Because it was like 30 chilly. degrees it's all week It's still chilly, like yeah. but it's not as cold as Indiana. So Or I'm, South Carolina. I mean, they've had some snow, ice, rain. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we find ourselves time and time again uh, in these great situations and being able to come out again this morning and talk about what God's Word is saying to David, what it means to us today. And, uh, but we need to get to that place where we have that Norton knuckle-headed mm-hmm. moment. And, uh, and I think it's your turn. It I is my turn? So, yeah, yeah. So you might be a knucklehead if. You stalk people. There you go, friends. If you stalk people, if you're around people, if you bug people who don't want to be bugged by you, if, if you try to mess with people, if you... You know, any of that, you're a total knucklehead. Any form of stalking makes you a knucklehead of the first degree. It puts you in it. And listen, and and this not only means, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, that kind of thing. I know that comes to mind. I know. But there's some weird people out there, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. There's people out there that Evil people? There's evil who have nefarious motives, you Mm -hmm. know? And so if you're a stalker, and and, and, you know, let me just say this about the girlfriend-boyfriend thing, because that's the obvious piece here. If someone doesn't like you, move on. Listen, man, there's a ton of people in this world. Even ugly people can find somebody. (laughs) I've seen it. I was in Walmart the other night, and this guy was like the ugliest person I've ever seen my entire life, and he had a girlfriend. So that's all I want to say. But anyway, and then the where was people he? to where, mess with. Where was he on the numeric scale? Okay, so I numerically rate people to help them find, not in a bad way. Uh, and see, I've done it to Stephanie, and she's actually moved up the numeric scale. Uh, over the past year or so as she continues to lose weight and things of that nature. But my purpose behind doing that is not some weirdness. It's to help people to make sure they're, they're numbering up correctly. <laughs> as they, as it's to help with the logical pro- progression of them. Yeah, you know, you know not waste finding, your time. Yes, thinking you finding might, a compatible yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend, right. Exactly, because yeah. if you're like a two and you're thinking you're going to get a 10, <laughs> it's not going to happen, <laughs> all right? I'm just going to be up front with you. And so this guy on the numeric scale, maybe a point three one, maybe. Oh my! Maybe maybe close to a third of a point. That That's is it. very yeah. sad. Yeah, it was. It, it, That's was traumatizing. Just, oh man, and he, and he had this weird cow ring coming out of his nose. <laughs> reached down to his lip there. Oh, and when he that's would talk, I kept thinking, sad. is he going to hit that with his lip? And he's supposed to wear a mask. 
I mean, people people here don't wear masks, Stephanie. I'm just going to be up front with you. But anyway. Yeah, that's okay. It makes it it makes a little feel normal. And we know? went to Minden because we didn't want to stop in Walmart after we got off the airplane. Debbie and I had a terrible experience at the Shreveport Walmart in the Whataburger right across the street. And one of them <laughs> in Shreveport. So we went to Minden thinking it would be better off. Can I tell you, Walmart attracts all types, folks. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to see what the bottom of the numeric scale looks like, go to Walmart. But anyway, going back to stocking. <laughs> all right. And wear clothes when you go shopping. All right. Wear clothes. Clothes are not optional when you leave your home. All right. Cover your stuff up. Nobody wants to see you naked. All right. And uh, we just don't. Stop it. Just cut it out. All right. So anyway, getting back to the stocking because this is important. And don't stalk people you're mad at, you, you know, you hang out, you used to hang out with. You want to mm-hmm. make people look bad. That makes you evil. Yeah. That makes you ungodly. That mm-hmm. makes you, you know, may God recompense to you over and over again what you're doing to good, individual, wonderful people. Leave them alone. That's all I want to say. Anything agree, you want to add to that now that you've well, done it? You might be a knucklehead. I, I think I think stalking is something that has become too accepted. Exactly. And narcissists thrive on stalking people. They really and do. And I think yep. it's very, very vital to realize that if you are being stalked, that is a very serious matter. Um, and it, I'm not get saying, a hold of your authorities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is that is a serious thing. Don't take that lightly because, and deal because with it. Because if they're nip stalking, it. they may do something else. Yep. Nip it in the bud. Nip, so. nip, nip it in the bud. That's yeah. what uh, Barney. Barney, Barney yeah. Man, I love nip Barney. It. That's why you want to talk about a guy with an Adam's apple as big as a real apple. But I like the guy. I thought he was yes. funny. There's yeah. a movie here of the two ninety nine movies up here on the counter that Debbie and I were going through. There's one that Darn Notch is in it, and it says "Make Believe Cartoon Fish." Oh, uh, Mr. Cartoon. Limpet. Yeah, something like it. But anyway, yeah, I remember that from when I was a little kid. So. The things you remember, and um, I love, I think anything that Don Knotts was in is something you could remember. It's funny. It yeah, is fun. It's going to be funny. You know, we need good old-fashioned fun. Humor. Can I tell you something, friends? It's time to have fun. You know, run around the house, chase after your wife, your kids, your husband, whatever. Have fun. You know, it's time to have fun. Unless fun to you is stalking and then cut Again, it out. Again, back to the Norton knuckle-headed moment. So we want to, this is the last time we're going to mention this. We just wanted to solidify that among the peeps and who are listening And we are not friends us. with stalkers. We do not like stalkers. Stalkers need not come hang around with us. And we just, the reason we wanted to emphasize this so much is not that we think you're stalkers, because we've told you 50% of the population are knuckleheads. That's, that's just reality. 50% people are jerks right up front. We think you're the smarter 50%, and we want to solidify <laughs> that if someone's stalking you, if someone's hurting you, go to a lawyer. Yeah. And, and folks, just because somebody has a title in their name or something like that, if they're doing yeah. something bad to you, stop it. Yeah. Stop the Doesn't nonsense. Make it okay. Dial 911. Do whatever it is you got to do. Stop, stop, stop it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're on Psalm 63. So David's going through some junk. So yeah. now we're certain of this Psalm 63 that David's in the wilderness there of Judah, and we believe he's in Hebron. And, uh, you know, this is a bad, bad place for uh, the psalmist to be. And some of us are in bad places. You know, sometimes we go in bad places. I just ate like a half a jar of salsa on top of Debbie's leftover food from Chili's. 
<laughs> I'm a little bit in a bad place right now, but not in the way that some of you are. I really don't need God. I just need to stop eating junk food before I get on to do a podcast. But anyway, here we are. We're in Psalm 63, and it starts off with, oh, God. And, and you know, I think we've talked about living out loud with God. We've talked about praying to God. Do me a favor, friends. When we're done with this podcast, read a verse and pray about it. Mm. And pray what God has to offer you. I think that'll give you a great day. And there's not a lot of verses here. There's only 11. 11 rhymes with heaven. You know, there's got to be something good going on. Now, okay. Oh, God, here in verse number one. Oh, God, thou art my God. And, and I don't think rhyming with heaven makes things better. Now, some of you freaks are already freaking out. So I just want to say I was making a joke. I don't know why Stephanie didn't laugh. She usually laughs at them. I did. I that snickered. Way it would be, that way it would be known as a joke. This is a joke. Okay. <laughs> to the serious inspired word of God. Oh, God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy love and kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, Therefore, if the shadow of thy wings, will I rejoice in the shadow of thy wings. I love the shadow of thy wings. Mm. Will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. And praise God for that. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the foxes but the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. That's some pretty good stuff right there. That last part made me smile. I'm just going to be honest with you. And those of you who are dealing with uh, the knuckle-headed population out there, that should make you smile too, that final verse. And everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. Glory is a great word. I don't know about you, but I love the word glory being associated with my relationship with God. I am in a small way allowed to glory because God glories through his. And, and, and folks, I'm not being insubordinate to God. I'm not being, uh, I'm just saying in a little way, God allows us to glory in him and his glory and honor. By bearing him glory and honor, we're going to glory. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, verse nine, before I forget... <laughs> You know, we did not plan this ahead, but we, did. we, we find out right there what God thinks of stalkers. Again, we thank Sister Norton because by giving us that thoughts. knucklehead moment, God is, it's almost like, you know, God does that all the time. You ever been to church services where I didn't know what he was going to preach or I didn't know what she was going to sing or I didn't know. This is one of those times that we didn't know, but it's real and it's focused and folks take care of yourselves. Make sure you're being treated right. Delight in God. Delight in the joy. And, uh, but look at verse number one. What, what's coming to your mind there? Oh, God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. Again, we're seeing what we've been talking about. Yeah. There's the concept there of um, our, the time we spend with God 
is so yeah. vital. Yeah. And I get, you know, when I when I read verse one, I picture that this was one early morning. Yeah. Um, David had, maybe David had been dealing with trash during the night. Maybe he was in a rough spot the night before and he wakes up early and he is just pouring out his heart to God. And he says, my, you know, my flesh, my flesh is messed up, God. I'm, I'm going through this junk and I'm thirsty for you. I'm thirsty to see you show yourself strong. Mm. Verse two, to see thy power and thy glory. So as I, so as I have seen you in the sanctuary, in other words, God, I've seen who you are in the tabernacle. I've seen who you are in, in, because back then, you know, it was different. Now God indwells each believer, but then it wasn't that way, the same way it is now. But David wanted to see that same power and glory that he saw in the tabernacle in his own personal life. Yeah, he wanted it to be his daily walk. He wanted a walk. personal relationship yeah. with Jesus Christ. And then he says, the reason why is because thy loving kindness is better than life. Because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. David literally, knowing God loved him, having the effects of God's loving kindness on his life meant more to him than life itself. And again, it's getting back to that adoring God, to loving God, pointing at his Delighting. attributes. Yeah, yeah, delighting in him, rejoicing in him, looking at the circumstances, literally and figuratively, this is a dry land in Judah. I mean, this is a terrible place. So he, he's saying, not only am I thirsting, my troops thirsting, literally, but figuratively, the water of God, the holy water, the living water. Man, I love that song, living water. Uh, Springs of living water. Yeah. Man, that's a good song. Anyway, I'm thinking, but anyway, there's so much... But, you know, those first two verses right out of the chute, again, just praising God, desiring God, adoring God, uh, loving God. And then all of a sudden going to that total praise moment, like you said there in verse three and verse four. And it keeps on going to five when uh, my soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. And boy, mm. we better have some joy when we're praising God. It should, That's right. You know what the problem is? We go through, we go through the motions sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we see it all the times in all types of relationships in life. Whether you're employee, boss, or husband, wife, wife, husband, father, son, whatever. Sometimes we go through the motions. Mm -hmm. We're not all in. Yeah. And uh, I think I don't know what came to my mind as as we were just looking at that, and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking about that, is, you know, it's not a life with God, a relationship with God is not about going through the motions. It's a higher level. It's a joy-wise, it's, like uh, it's like a honeymoon that never ends on a spurt. It's a spiritual honeymoon that never ends with God. We need to have that joy, like the joy uh, of your, your relationships, the joy of a new child, the joy of, uh, you know, over and over a new job, the joy of doing something you really love. Well, you know, with God, I mean, it should be that way forever. It should be new and fresh, our first love. I mean, isn't that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of, um, the church at Ephesus. Yeah. They, they had all the motions in place. Yeah. And the reason that they were rebuked was because they had left that first love yeah. and um, where the joy of the Lord literally 
there's that love relationship, like you were saying, that between a husband and wife, there's that joy in that relationship yeah. that comes from love. They're intertwined. And, you know, I wanted to point out too, Doug, in verse 4, this goes totally against um, a lot of circles. But David says, I will lift up mine hands in thy name. Yeah. And it's okay to get excited when you praise God. Um, when we become so stoic in our worship. You're freaking some people out right now. But I I, I'm sure, I sure, I'm sure But I again, am. it's the low hands, not the high, if you're Baptist. It's, you know, the hands you know, got to be the lower. Tim Hawkins. Yeah. You need to, you need to, the, the, all, it's all about where your hands are. No. <laughs> but no, my point is, I'm not saying we get charismatic or carried off the extreme, but if God, when you're praising God, it is biblical to get excited when you're worshiping God. It is biblical. Different level, yeah. To, you know, our our spirit, our body, and our soul are all connected. People and get when, excited when they when watch we, the Super Bowl. People get exactly, excited. and yeah. we don't we don't we don't consider people weird when they when their team wins and they jump up and down for excitement or right. they, sh- you know, shout out or whatever. But it, oh man, if you do that in worshiping God, man, you're man. off you're off your rocker. And I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say there might be a priority imbalance. Yeah. Because David talks about mourning being turned into dancing. He talks about lifting your hands, and I'm just saying, when you're worshiping God and you're having your devotions, yeah, and God and and your love for the Lord leads you, as it did David in this in this. This is inspired. It is. Remember, this is yeah. inspired. Yeah. And David would be so filled with love for the Lord, he would lift his hands. In yeah. worship to God, and that's in the Bible. I just wanted to point that out. And, and I want to I take that a step farther with the joy. Have you ever seen people sing uh, hymns and stuff, and they look like they have to use the restroom or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? They they look like they had the the, the refried beans at Chili's or something, and they're <laughs> you know, folks, it's joy <laughs> with a half a container of salsa. I mean, there's joy. There is joy. And, you know, we're missing that. And, and some of the song leaders, and, you know, listen, folks, there's joy in serving God. There's there joy is. in worshiping yes. God. David's in a bad place. But, again, he's remembering God. He's rejoicing in God. He's That joy, look at verse 6. When I remember thee upon my bed, when I'm laying there, I'm remembering you. I'm meditating on you in the night watches because thou has been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. And you love that whole shadow of the wings thing. That makes mm-hmm. Stephanie raise her hand. Amen. Uh, and my soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. And, you know, uh, there's an old guy. There was an older fellow years ago, and I think he's in heaven now. His name was, he sang a song. And I'm not recommending song or anything like that. But one of the lines in the song was, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he upholdeth us by his right hand. But those that seeketh my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the foxes. But the king, and I mean, I I think we really need to uh, hoover in right here, hover in, whatever, be up above, zero in, magnify God through this verse here, uh, 11. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. So 
people are always saying, Stephanie, I mean, this is the part where people are always saying, you know, why is it that bad people have all these good things happen to them? Why is it that bad people, you know, part of it is the perspective, the way we look at people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We look and we say, oh man, these people all got it, all have it together. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, what is it Teddy Roosevelt said? Everybody puts on their pants one leg at a time. I mean, well, you know, but, but sometimes we can look at people, you know, and we can, yeah. we can view people and we say, oh man, they got it all made and they're knuckleheads and they're doing this and they're bad yep. people and they, but, but God is, is proven again through David's words, through the psalmist here, through the inspired word of God that their time's coming. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's one of the reasons God gave us verses like this yeah. to remind us of what God promises. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay to go to God and say, Lord, your word says the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Right. So, Lord, would you do this? You have said this is what you will do in your word. Would you do it like Elijah did? Going exactly. to God's word, um, taking hold, standing on the foundation of the promises yeah. of God's word and choosing to believe them. Um and, you know, you were saying what you were saying about verse eight that stuck out to me and it stuck out because I was just talking to the ladies about this at camp. Um, yeah, there's a train going uh, by. Praise God. <laughs> we're not saying, man, this is real. All right. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. ladies at camp. But he says um, where David says, thy right hand upholdeth me. I remember um, it was in that six weeks, somewhere in that first four, six weeks after Charles was killed. Um, saying to my dad, I'm in a dark tunnel. I don't see any light. The only thing I have is knowing that Jesus is holding my hand and he's telling me just to trust him when I can't see. And I, I and yeah, I like that. That hand, that hand principle is so powerful. I don't like that you were there. I like that the only thing you had was the whole God's hand. And it was a real, very real thing. It was literally like yeah. that was such a real, yeah. like I could... And I'm not trying to sound weird, but it was it was such a very powerful, real thing to me that the Lord gave me, that I am holding your hand. I am like guiding you. You just have to trust me. And yeah. that that's where David was. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, no, that's that's good. And, and you know, sometimes and, and I know in, 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 as we wrap up. But sometimes we don't have to be in the wilderness. We don't have to be in our Hebron. We don't have to be in our Judah. Sometimes, you know, we can be, we can be in a dry, uh, deserted type of place in the wilderness, surrounded by family and friends and all those different things. Sometimes we can be there. And, and, and folks, I think the answer's here. Again, again, desiring God, coming right out, adoring God, desiring God. The, the Psalms have that common thread, praising God in this Psalm, remembering God, and then rejoicing. Rejoice in God today, friends. And remember we started, we said, as Stephanie goes to song here, we said, do us a favor today and take these 11 verses, read them and pray, say, God, what does this verse have for me today? Now, what song do you have for us today, Stephanie? You caught me yawning. Um, we are going to do the first verse and chorus of God gives wings. Oh man, I love these Ron Hamilton songs. I recommend over and over again if we sing this song during this uh, simple podcast, we recommend you go out and listen to it on YouTube. Buy anything by Ron Hamilton, you'll mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Amen. 
When the race still lies before me and the wind is blowing strong, when the witnesses surround me and my strength is almost gone, when the valley plunges deeper and life shatters all my dreams, then I lift my voice to Jesus, and he gives my spirit wings. God gives wings, God gives wings as eagles. God gives wings to fly and strength to rise above. God gives wings, God gives wings as eagles. When my feet begin to stumble and my dreams begin to crumble, I mount up on eagle's wings. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.